the fire. I guarantee you, God did not give you your children for you to give them away. God entrusted you with your children for a reason. And part of that reason is that you have a lot to learn from your children and you are being deprived of that when you submit them into a system of schooling. Children don't belong in an institution. Welcome to Through the Fire, cutting through the passions, clearing the smoke of the cultural confusions of the world today. Talking God's love and God's solutions from a biblical Christian worldview. And now, here's your host, Marie and Gregory Seltz. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Marie, and we are here for Through the Fire, where we tackle the tough issues and the chaos in the culture today with some psychological and theological explanations and applications that we hope will bless you. Today, Greg is not in the studio. He is in D.C. advocating for your first freedom, uh, amendments, uh, rights and freedoms and the sanctity of life and parental educational rights. And speaking of education, we have major strategic indoctrination happening across the nation in many public schools that are, that's harming our children mentally, emotionally, physically, through some of the teachings that are being implemented and often hidden from parents. Because of these indoctrinations and the recent effects and restrictions of COVID on learning, homeschooling is on the rise. And I'm looking very forward to my discussion with our guest today regarding the education of our children. In fact, the education of our children is one of the most important issues in our lifetime. Our guest is not only physically, spiritually, and intellectually stunning. She studied biochemical engineering at Duke University. She is an award-winning actress, radio host, international model, and homeschooling mom to three children with her husband, Kevin Sorbo. Sam Sorbo is fully committed to inspire parents to home educate so committed that she has authored at least two books on homeschooling titled They're Your Kids, An Inspirational Journey from Self-Doubter to Homeschool Advocate, and Teach from Love, a school year devotional for families. Welcome, Sam Sorbo, to Through the Fire. It is my pleasure to have you here today to talk about this important subject. Well, thank you. I think this is the seminal subject. This is the most important subject of all time because education is really how we view the world. It is. And how we perceive the world, it, you know, informs our behavior. And so we, we need to be very careful about the way that our children are educated these days. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about what you've learned has been happening in the schools lately. Oh, well, I mean, it's nothing short of pornography and child abuse. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about critical race theory, what people might not understand with uh, CRT, critical race theory, and, you know, here in Florida, we've just had this um, controversy because they, they've banned books, mm-hmm. uh, so-called banned the books. Well, if the books are teaching false doctrine, if the books are teaching lies, they ought not to be in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And many of them were. Mm-hmm. And so they were taken off of the list. And, and yet a lot of the schools had chosen those particular books as the books mm-hmm. to use for the children, which ought to make the schools suspect. So if you're a parent and you do a little bit of research digging and you find out that the school had chosen a book that the that the state has deemed to be um, unacceptable to use in the classroom, you might want to try changing schools because 
the school is at fault for choosing the books. Mm -hmm. So uh, the thing that parents don't understand about or that some parents haven't quite grasped about CRT, critical race theory, and why it is so bad, it's because it pitches white children against black children. And it tells white children that they are inherently, inherently oppressors. It doesn't matter who they are individually or what they've individually done in their lives at at the age of five or six or seven. (laughs) Too bad. They're already oppressors and they should be squashed. And then it teaches young black children or young children of color, I should say, um, that they are victims. Mm -hmm. And so when you teach a child that he's a victim, he will always be a victim for the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. You are shackling that young child. That's right. And that's what, why it's so important for parents to really take note, because like you and I, when we went to school, this, it was happening, but not to the degree it is now, right? I mean, now it's just openly strategic. They started doing this at the university level and start trickling down to the high school. But now we see it at pre-K, this indoctrination happening, the separation of families, trying to, to knock down traditional family households and men. Um, there's, it's just so strategic in what they're doing with, like you said, the pornography, the gender teachings, the CRT, the victimization, the labeling. Um, when you do that, I mean, even the kids, the, the, what hope do they have? And whenever, if you're a believer, they shame you for having faith, right? And they say, that, well, that's not scientific, when we know that that's not true. It's just, it's, it's well, awful. Well, they have to, look, and this is, here's the joy, Okay. They have to lie Mm -hmm. because that is their currency. Mm -hmm. Our currency is the truth. Mm -hmm. And the lie cannot, uh, the the lie has to submit to the truth. The lie cannot stand where the truth is present. And so they constantly want to ban the truth. That's why we have so much censorship today because it is so blatant because the lies are so blatant. It is. Um, But but here's the thing. I'm about saving the children. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I just wrote a piece that I that I sent out called um, "The Greatest Heist in Human History," and I talk about the idea that the family has been stolen from society, from the individuals of society. So when you drop your child off at the school, mm-hmm. um, you're tacitly telling the child that you no longer have authority because you you lack confidence, you lack ability, um, whatever it is that the school knows better than you. Right. And at that point, you lose your authority. And so if the school ever challenges your authority, ever challenges your worldview or the the way you're raising your child, you lose because the school you've already told the child, well, the school knows better than I do. Right. And so you're you're setting up for having trouble inside the home. That's why we you know, when we hear uh, that when I would tell people I have three teenagers and they'd roll their eyes and they'd say, wow, like that's hard. And I'm like, no, it's not hard. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I home educate. So my my relationship with my children is awesome. Yes. And that's what the school has been robbing families of. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a it's a two it's a twofold robbery. Right. Yeah. Because it robs the parent of their relationship with their child and it robs the child of a relationship with his or her parent. Exactly. And yet we've just succumbed to this because we've bought into, sadly, the lie that education has to be promulgated by some so-called experts. Right. Well, I'm here to tell you, 
if you look around, we are in a big mess in this nation. And it's simply because we trusted the experts. Yes. Just trust the experts. Put the mask on your face. Trust the experts. Go, you know, it's, shut down your business. Leave your job. Mm -hmm. Stay at home. Trust the experts. They know better. Mm -hmm. And it's slowly but surely being proven that you shouldn't be trusting the experts. Mm -hmm. Right. So with my... um. With my playbook for home learning, I, I take the homeschooling question, sort of I take it on uh, at face value, and I walk parents through what home education actually does look like, because it's not school. Mm -hmm. It's not any version of school at home, mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be viewed as that. You should not, as a parent, view yourself as the teacher, as if you need to have all the knowledge, because that is a false doctrine. That itself is a false paradigm. Right. That the teacher somehow is the spigot of knowledge of all <laughs> of all knowable things. You know. Right. Um. So, and the the ideal with home learning is that what you want to do is show your child how to learn, and then they will teach themselves for the rest of their lives. Exactly. And I saw you make that point on your podcast, because I want our listeners to know you also have a podcast, The Sam Sorbo Show, and you have wonderful, informative guests and discussions. And um, it's really, I've been enjoying it very much. But you said that okay. on there. You, uh, there were two uh, takeaways, I believe it was from your uh, discussion with, I will tell you who it was with, she's from PragerU. Um, she was awesome as your guest, but she was also saying that you you had taught her a lot about homeschooling. Um, and that was one of the takeaways, as you said, you don't need to be an expert and know everything. But And the second one was that you have to teach your children how to learn. And I thought that's so true because doubters or people that are maybe uh, nervous about homeschooling, that's what comes to mind. And the second thing is about socialization, the whole socialization of your child, <laughs> right? <laughs> There you go. Talk about that, because that's a big one. People are like, well, they're going to be awkward then, right? Okay, so first of all, it was Jill Simonian, who I yes. adore over at PragerU. Yes. Um, and yes, I did talk her into home educating her kids. Yes. Um, but I go I go one step further when I say you, you don't have to know everything. My point is you shouldn't know everything. It, nobody that's likes true. to know it all. Uh, even your kids, they don't want to they don't want to know it all. Um, you should know enough mm -hmm. and then you should be able to show them how to learn. Mm -hmm. So the best thing is when your child comes to you and says, mommy, why are frogs green? And you say, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Let's go look up the answer. OK. <laughs> and you show the child and then you go on a you go on a, a journey of discovery. Mm -hmm. That is a beautiful thing that shows the child that not knowing something shouldn't be scary. Right. It should be fun. And the fact is that children are born curious. That's an innate property that's invested in them by God. Yes. Why? Because God wants us to know him. Mm -hmm. And what is education? It's the pursuit of truth, beauty, and goodness, which mm -hmm. is actually the pursuit of God. Mm -hmm. And that's how the whole education system started mm -hmm. way back when. Yes. And now it's become the pursuit of the anti-God, mm -hmm. which is very sad to me. Yes. And that's why I call it child abuse, because it, it, is. it abuses children by teaching them that there is no God. Mm -hmm. It abuses children by teaching them that they are accidents of nature. In other words, they have no intrinsic value whatsoever. Mm -hmm. exactly. And that is a disastrous thing to teach a child. It is. It's so, abusive. Right. So you, but you, but then you segued over to socialization, which yes. of course is my favorite question. It's always the second question after I don't know how to homeschool. Uh, how do I go about, you know, um, and 
I have so many different answers. It's a struggle for me. My first answer is, oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about education. You want to change the subject mm -hmm. and talk about socialization. What makes you think that school is the best place for a child to be socialized or to become socialist? Mm -hmm. Well, in fact, school is a great place for a child to learn <laughs> to be a socialist, but it's not the best place for a, so a child. How is a child going to learn how to socialize from other children his same age? Mm -hmm. No, my children learned to socialize with people of all ages. And that way they learned how to speak to adults. And that's what you, you discover when you talk to people who have been around home educated youth. Mm -hmm. They say the most amazing thing is they can all carry on conversations. Right. Now, I grant you that years ago, before homeschooling became as popular as it is today, it used to be just the, the last resort, the last ditch resort for children who couldn't fit in. Mm -hmm. they, they were really the misfits. Mm -hmm. There was nothing else the parents could do. So they, you know, the bullying was too bad or the child was too bright mm -hmm. or, you know, some other thing. And so the parents pulled the kid out of school. And so you had already a misfit child who was not able to socialize, mm -hmm. who was not able to get along. But that doesn't mean that the kids who were left in school learned how to socialize. They learned how to keep their heads down and not get into too much, uh, uh, you know, too many altercations or what have you. Um, school is a great place for young people to learn how to bully other young people. Mm -hmm. And in fact, teaching a child uh, survival of the fittest, which is uh, evolution, uh, and survival of the fittest is the law of the land, is actually teaching them that bullying is proper. Mm -hmm. And so when, when we say that, when we see that there's rampant bullying in classrooms today, in schools across the nation, and by the way, I'm talking about youth on teacher bullying, right? Oh, I'm yes. talking the whole gamut. Mm -hmm. um, the, the young boy who was bullied so badly, they knocked him out. He lay on the floor for seven and a half minutes before the authorities could uh, found him basically. Mm -hmm. And they sent him to the hospital. The hospital sent him home seven years old, committed suicide mm -hmm. two days later. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So clearly this wasn't a one-off offense. Right. And so, but when you see that, that's nothing but the doctrine that they're teaching the kids. It is. And when we talk about indoctrination, you know, people say, well, schools shouldn't be places of indoctrination. Indoctrination is simply the putting in of the doctrine that is the belief system. Mm -hmm. So they're putting their belief system in, which is an anti-God belief system. Mm -hmm. And Christians should not be submitting their children to that. Right. We should be indoctrinating our children in the true doctrine, mm -hmm. the doctrine of truth. Mm -hmm. And so I, I really, I defy any Christian to make the argument. And, and I'm sorry, I'm tired of hearing Christians say, well, my children are salt and light. How dare you? You go be salt and light. You go fight on the front lines. How mm -hmm. dare you put your children on the front lines? That's right. just, that's abhorrent to me, right. especially young children. Exactly. And you said something really, because, you know, parents that are becoming aware of what's happening do want to fight, and we need to fight and push back. But you made another good point that I really, really appreciate it. We, you said it's not going to happen. Any changes that could happen, which you don't think a lot of them can right now, but any changes that could happen it's not going to happen in time to help your child. So you have to pull your kid out of the front line. You need to get him out of the line of fire and you need to be, I mean, you can still fight on join the what you're hoping for. No, I'm sorry. Like, like I'm, I'm so I'm, I uh, forgive me. I'm fed up. I'm yeah. done. I, these children are being abused mm -hmm. and parents are standing by going, Oh, I don't know what to do. Right. No, 
buck up and be a parent and be responsible for your child. And the reason I say that is if the, if the school is choosing the books, the school is bad. Mm -hmm. Whoever's in charge at the school is bad. They, they are pursuing bad things for your children. Mm -hmm. The teachers are bad because the teachers are accepting those books and not standing up and saying, this is a bad book. Why are you asking me to put this book in the classroom? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about very, very bad things mm -hmm. that are happening to children. So my, my, my last point on this is you have a babysitter. You interview the babysitter first and foremost. We, we all interview our babysitters. We get recommendations. Do we do that with our teachers? No. We drop our kids off at school to complete strangers because we trust the school to have chosen the perfect teacher for our child somehow, right. which is absurd. The babysitter spends three hours with your child. The teacher spends seven and a half hours a day for many days during the year, day in and day out. And we never vet them as That's parents. Right. And right. secondly... The, the babysitter comes over and the babysitter slaps your child and you caught it on the nanny cam and you say, oh my goodness, the babysitter slapped my child. That's a terrible thing. What do you do? Do you go and you talk to the babysitter's parents and you say, hey, tell your child not to slap my child because I want my babysitter well behaved. No, you fire the babysitter. You probably tell the parents also, hey, your daughter or son slapped my my child. Mm -hmm. You might even press charges, mm -hmm. but that babysitter never steps another foot in your house. So let's let's grow a backbone yeah. and take the kids out of abusive situations. And then you come to my playbook for home learning. Mm -hmm. I will teach you everything you need to know about home learning. Mm -hmm. It is just not that difficult, but it doesn't even matter because what's happening in the schools is detrimental to the child. There isn't any amount of good that can come out of that that will mitigate the the, the dangers to the child mm -hmm. and the destruction of the mm -hmm. child's esteem. That's right. I agree. And I was so I want everyone to know. So you have this conference that is coming up in Florida and it's yep. coming up very quickly. So June 24 and 25 in Port St. Lucie. And if they just go to samsorbo.com, the link is right there. They can sign up. They can they can see everything that it's about. It's called Playbook for Home Learning because what I'm giving everybody who attends is an actual playbook. It's a it's a notebook workbook mm -hmm. that you will work on in the in the sessions and you'll take it home with you it'll be like a like a journal that you keep on the the day and a half of this of the conference but then you'll be able to take it home because what happens is when you get home you go oh my gosh but i don't know what i'm doing you you, you can't help it you you lose everything right we don't learn the way that we really ought to you lose everything you get home you go i don't know what to do and there's the book there's your guide right there to reassure you because i i guarantee you God did not give you your children for you to give them away. Mm -hmm. God entrusted you with your children for a reason. Mm -hmm. And part of that reason I will point out is that you have a lot to learn mm -hmm. from your children mm -hmm. and you are being deprived of that when you submit them into a system of schooling. Children don't belong in an institution. Sorry. And you sound so confident right now, but I want everyone to know that you were not always this way. You were a doubter, which is one of the reasons you wrote your book, 
right? Yes. 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 So yes, that's why I, I understand. I totally understand how these parents are like, I just don't know. I, I can't figure it out. I, uh, what if I fail? What if I fail? That's one of the questions that we're going to address. That's right. We're going to address all of these. How, what about curriculum? What about, you know, what about college and careers? And how do I, you know, launch my child into the real world? But I'll tell you this, education should be about bringing up a child in the way he should go. It should not be about college prep and career readiness because when you boil it down, college prep and career readiness is saying that the highest value that we have is money. Mm -hmm. But as Christians, we know that that's a lie. Mm -hmm. We do. And, and that's so true. And what you were saying about, but, but you know, even that, if that is a concern of, of parents, because maybe in their mind they think, okay, that, that my child needs to go to college or that's, that's what we've always done and that's very important. You know, that's what we we hold up here. So but what we know, I mean, this is there's it, we know that they are actually faring better in college. They're entering the better schools. Um, they're at higher rates. Oh, the home, homeschooled kids. Yes. Yeah, the colleges, Harvard, Princeton, Yale, they're all actively recruiting homeschooled kids. Yes. Also, they they advance a lot more. So they're graduating high school at 15 and 16 or they're yeah. graduating at 16 with plenty of college credits already. Yes. Yes. Like it's just it's. Look, there's a new wave in education and it's called home learning. Yes. And I would urge parents to jump on that wave and ride it because it is a much better wave than any of the waves that have come before. By the way, the founders of this nation, many of them were home educated. <laughs> I'll just say. So. That's right. It's true. It's very true. And we just, we know we need to go back to that. I want people to look at your book, too. I want them to look, uh, even if you are homeschooling, because um, if you are a homeschooler and maybe you're starting to doubt or whatever, look at the, uh, get her book, and you will see that it will reinforce and support your decision. And if you are somebody who's considering it, uh, it will guide you to understand what is at stake here and the way that you can make an informed decision in the best interest of your children and of your family. So I'll just say that the, the book, They're Your Kids, which is yes. available at my website, yes. the first half is why you should homeschool, yes. why you should not be having your children in school. But the second half is how I did it. Exactly. And, you know, I, I tell the story, look, I was filled with self-doubt. But one thing I one thing I was fairly certain of when I pulled my boy out of second grade was that even if I failed, he would be better off. Mm -hmm. And that is what I'm telling you. Even if you fail your child miserably, <laughs> you will have saved them the heartache and the pain that the school is guaranteed to bring them. And that in itself is an important, important thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And that son that you're talking about is Brayden, correct? Yes, and he'll be speaking also at the conference because we're running a teen track. Mm -hmm. So Friday night we have a whole teen event happening um, because a lot of teenagers need to be convinced and, and they because they don't know how to do it because they've been in the system for so long. Mm -hmm. But it's not that hard. And getting out of the system is really like, taking off the shackles mm -hmm. so we can show them how and we can um, share little tips and tricks and show them that they can be autonomous individuals and make their own way in the world without without the crutch of public schooling. That's right. And you also have devotional that you and you wrote with your husband, Kevin, and you all have a devotional where you can pray about these things and pray daily um, for 
what you're doing and for your children and for the family. And I think that that's another good book that people should have. Uh, because if you're not praying with your children, if you're not praying over your children already, it's never too late. And Well, the thing with the devotional is, you know, I wrote it because um, I realized that we're not teaching virtue in the classroom yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. We're teaching the opposite of virtue. We're teaching that virtue doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And of course, God is virtuous and we want our children to emulate God. So they have to know what virtues are. Mm -hmm. And so I just go through different virtues every, every day, one, uh, two each week and with little stories and uh, Q and A at the end of each devotion so that you can have a meaningful conversation with your child, because it's through the questions that we learn. That's right. So. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. In fact, I put a, a note page after every week because kids say the darndest things. So this becomes a little bit of a journal for the family. And I've gotten <laughs> such great feedback on that book. People really love it. So yeah, I encourage people to get it and start too. with your kids very young. Talk to them. Why don't we lie? Why don't we steal? Why, you know, yes. uh, and, and, and encourage them in the way of virtue because look, life is a grand adventure that we are called to live. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I would say that uh, th- at this point, our school system is actually impeding that and impeding a relationship with God. Absolutely. Um, so I would really just call on Christians, save your children and preserve your relationship with them and therefore their relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to say, Sam, I think you made a great point about doing this will also enrich the life of the parents. I mean, you're, you're, it, it's yes. just in so many ways, right? Things, it, and it's not eight hours a day. I'm sorry. Right. It just isn't. Mm-hmm. It just isn't. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have. there's so much to share. It's all in the playbook. So come to the conference because I guarantee you will leave empowered and uplifted with a with a different take on what what this is and what this means to you and your family. Absolutely. You'll have a new vision. So June 24th and 25th, don't hesitate. Go now to samsorbo.com. You can follow her. She's also on Twitter. She has her Sam Sorbo show. Um, just so much information there for you. And I want to tell you, not only does she speak to the reasons that this is important, but she also has some wonderful um, reels where she supports you and encourages you. You do so much to... Oh, yeah. I've done a ton of videos. I mean, yes. you can go watch the videos, yes. but I really encourage people come to the playbook uh, for home learning because the conference, because yes, um, there, there's a difference about being in person, having your questions answered and interacting and the, the learning experience that happens when you're actually interacting as That's opposed right. to just sort of being fed, That's right. which is what, of course, we do to the kids in school. We just force feed them and then ask them to regurgitate it. That's not learning. That's mm-hmm. memorization and mm-hmm. barely that, right? That's right. And then so. I think just also connecting with other people that are maybe in the same boat as you. Exactly. Um, you know, yeah. Forming it, community is very important. It so, is. Yeah. It is. You so, need to know that you're not journeying alone. Other people have gone through these these struggles and these issues. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a great, great time. It I'm is. Very, I'm very excited. I'm excited but, for you. Uh, and but us. go now because early bird tickets are about to sell out. And so I, I want to make sure that people at least have the opportunity to get the discount because um, because uh, we're we're getting we're getting close to getting sold out. So Good. please go now. Yes. Sam, thank you so very much for your time you. with us. I really appreciate it. You're always so I always walk away with a good takeaway every time I listen to you. 
Oh, and I do want to point out Timothy Plan just bought everybody lunch. Oh, free lunch. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah, very excited about that. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So go there uh, and get some information and invite other people with you to come along as well. And uh, thank you so much, Sam. And as always, remember there are two kinds of fire in the world the one that burns and consumes, and the one that burns and empowers. May God's word and God's love burn brightly in you, giving you strength to face any fire. Till next time, little embers, I'm Marie, together with Sam Sorbo. See you soon. Through the Fire is a production of Family Vision Media, familyvisionmedia.org.